everyone. My name is Mark Vina, and welcome to the Smart Tech Check podcast, where we cover all tech topics that are smart home, home automation, security, and console gaming related. Today is Tuesday, January 26th, 2021. Uh, today, we're going to do a bit of a departure for the typical topics that I cover. Um, as most people who listen to uh, my podcast know, um, I'm very fortunate to be based in the San Jose area. And uh, I get a chance, even during the pandemic, uh, to sometimes meet uh, some very cool and upcoming um, uh, companies. And uh, I've got a bit of a, a surprise for people. We're going to be talking today to uh, three gentlemen with a company called Superior Sensors, who, who, are, who are doing some amazing things in the sensor technology space for different types of um, industrial de uh, devices, medical devices. We're going go to go into this um, uh, in depth. But the three gentlemen I have is Jim Finch, who is the CEO um, of Superior Sensors, Tim Schotter, who is the CTO of Superior Sensors, they're both, in fact, are the co-founders of the company, and Anthony Gielli, who is their Vice President of Marketing. So, gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Mark. Good to be I'm here. Well, thanks for spending some time here uh, today with me. Um, you know, uh, I think you guys are doing some amazing things, and I want to spend the next 20 minutes or so kind of you know, diving deep into um, what you folks are doing. Um, you know, what's interesting about uh, companies like Superior Sensors, to me, that you, know, they're, they're, you're, you are a technology ingredient company. You go into products to make products really, really good. Um, you know, I've worked at companies like that, and sometimes they don't get the recognition they really deserve, frankly, uh, because they do such amazing things, and there's things that they do from a design-in standpoint that I want to get into. But first of all, let me, um, I want to talk a little bit about the backgrounds of the co-founders, because that's so important in terms of building the profile of a successful um, uh, organization. So Jim, I wanna start with you and because I, you know, I've looked at your background, you've got a, you're certainly not a, a rookie when it comes to technology and certain positions in the, uh, in the tech space. Let's we'll talk a little bit about your background and how you, how you and, uh, and uh, Tim got to um, uh, uh, founding, so to speak, Superior Sensor. So let's start with you. Sure. So. Um... Thanks for that introduction. Yes, I, I've been in the electronics industry a long time, uh, started out in semiconductors, working at big companies, and then progressively at smaller and smaller companies. Uh, founded a company building cellular power amplifiers uh, in CMOS, which was very innovative at the time, sold that company. And then uh, later came to the conclusion that that the new world order, as it were, you know, moving forward were, were th certainly things other than just semiconductors. And sensors is an area that has been of a lot of interest to me for many years. And then I spent some time with uh, Tim Schotter in 2016, and we brainstormed a bit on what could be done that's unique and innovative in the sensing landscape and then the pressure sensing landscape. And then we finally decided uh, that we needed to start this company. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So uh, Tim, would you corroborate that story or, or is Jim mis misleading the audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, now, what, what, he, what he left out is that we, we I, I can uh, corroborate the story. We were, we were talking about this uh, after tennis. Uh, we, we, we met years and years ago uh, playing mm -hmm. tennis. So this, this all occurred uh, after tennis and, and there may have been a beer involved. I don't know. <laughs> you know, so some companies are fairly famous. I worked for Compaq years ago, if you recall. Compaq was founded with a um, a uh, a placemat at a at a restaurant in Houston called uh, a House of Pies, and that's where Rod Canyon and I think I, I forget who the other the uh, Jim Harris they actually sketched out the first Compaq portable 
on the back of a placemat at a, a diner in Houston. So maybe you'll do the same thing with a, um, with a tennis ball. <laughs> or tennis ball. <laughs> there, there have been plenty of, plenty, you know, uh, plenty of napkins that have been used already for uh, the initial product, product launch. Well, so let's jump into the, the, the company itself. So um, Jim, let me uh, let's start with you. How would you describe the mission of the company? And, you know, sensors is a very broad technology. You're doing some very interesting um, work uh, and we'll get into it in detail, but let's talk first and foremost, the application technology. It implies it goes into, um, I mean, it's a technology that spans multiple markets, but, you know, from your perspective, kind of give us a feel for where you think technology is showing up most aggressively. Well, we, again, back to how we started, we looked at the industry and we looked at pressure sensing and we had come to the conclusion with a lot of analysis that, that there's been little or no innovation in the last 20 years. And that got us kind of interested. And then, and then we said, well, well, what's next? You know, what are the customers really hungry for? And we decided that the big play here going forward was to optimize around customer specific applications. And because of our backgrounds, especially Tim's, uh, heavy in systems knowledge and system architecture, we decided the right thing to do was look at the customer's end systems, not from a, a sensor point of view, but from a system point of view and figure out where and how to innovate. Mm -hmm. And by going down this path, we quickly circle back to unique capabilities that we could put into our sensors that help the customer system get better. And we set the bar there. If you can enable your customer to build better, higher performing systems, they can gain market share, increase their margins, then you're doing something right. And we felt if we could do that, that would be truly disruptive. And then, then of course, the hard part came to figuring out how to do that. Mm -hmm. That's where it's going along. Uh, are, are there particular markets that you think are more important than others from a size standpoint? I mean, all markets, of course, not the same size, but I, I really want to drill into that. Maybe that's a question for Tim in terms of the, the, just the market, the sheer markets that have gotten the most attention with this technology? Well, there's, there's uh, the, from the, the tech itself, it could be applied to any number of markets, but there's the um, uh, medical, medical arena where you're looking at the consumer medical, uh, a, a specific would be uh, CPAP as an example. Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a high volume, and especially with COVID going around now, there's this, this new, uh, uh, effectively introduction of an enhancement of what was the home vent uh, market. It, it, it was there before, but not necessarily terribly uh, exciting or active. But now that you have the uh, people that are leaving hospitals that need home vents, there's this, this sudden uh, inrush of, of new technology for the home vent, which is a, a low cost solution. So you have mm -hmm. people moving from the, the CPAP arena going up into the home vent arena. And you have the ventilator folks that are now moving downward in their their capabilities to the home uh, home market as well so those are those are two examples of of arenas that we can we can add some value so i, I want to pull anthony into the conversation because anthony you're, you're a relatively new uh, person who's joined the uh, superior sensors team so let's talk about it. what what has kind of well first of all you know what attracted you to the company i think that's an important question and you know what what excites you about how their technology is going to be applied to the different product categories because you do have a very rich um, ingredient technology background given the companies you, you've worked at in the past so give me your perspective on the um, uh, on the capability and and the markets that you believe that it's going to have the most appeal to 
Sure. So, so what attracted me to the company? I, I think with, with every successful startup, what is most important is the team, right? Do you, do you have a good team? You, you know, do, they, do they bring something unique to the table and do they work well together as a team? So you, so you get to a, to a situation where one plus one equals three. And that's the first thing that I saw that attracted me. I also, having worked with other sensors in the past, really believe that the sensor market, especially with what's happening just generally with technology and, and the environment, is going to continue to grow. It's, it's, it's a growing segment. And the ability to disrupt what has been really a sleepy market is, is what, interest, what, what really drove, drove my attention here. And you know, specific to markets, as Tim mentioned, I think there's a lot of opportunity in medical a lot of opportunity in the HVAC market. And today we launched a new product, which, uh, which is really, really geared toward a broad array of, of applications that we're lumping under industrial. But it's industrial, it's lab, it's factory, it's, it's, you know, it's commercial, like aviation. You know, there's, a, there's a lot of potential segments for this new product uh, series that we, that we launched today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and what's intriguing to me, and I want to really, I'm, I'm probably diving now a little bit, a bit deeper into the technology. There's an architecture that you've dubbed Nimble Sense, and I love that name because I have a feeling Correct. when something's nimble, that's always good <laughs> if you're a manufacturer trying to design something in. So let's, you know, let me throw that out to you, Tim, since you're the CTO and you're probably all things technical. Um, give me a sense from a what are the value proposition elements of that capability and what it affords um, uh, uh, manufacturers? Yeah, so there's, there's actually two, two key components uh, and one of them is, is NimbleSense. The, the fundamental architecture is uh, basically we create something which is a real system on a sensor. Uh, it would be something that customers would generally have to do themselves. And this draws from the, the, the old analog of SOC days, but we call it uh, that was system on a chip. But in our case, it's, it's, it's truly a system on a sensor. Mm. And mm -hmm. it, is not, it is not just, hey, here's a standard ASIC and here's a sensing element and a company puts it together and that's what people have been doing traditionally for years. It just doesn't satisfy the customer's uh, end game. So with this uh, system on a sensor, we managed to bring to the table a, uh, uh, a higher fidelity and a more usable uh, output, uh, pressure output and uh, system response. So the, the users simply don't need to massage the data. They don't need to add value on their own. We add all the value with the output of our sensor straight away. Now you take that and we didn't stop there. We layer on, this is where we call the nimble sense architecture. Uh, and this, this platform allows us to adapt the performance and features of our sensors to optimize them for this, these uh, specific applications. So that is, it, it allows us to create new uh, features or mix and match already developed features for any given application. And it's a, and it's a form of building blocks, if you will. And Anthony, mm -hmm. Anthony coined the, the, the term building blocks, which I, I think is just tremendously fitting for this. So I, I like to, to really use that and then speak towards that building block point. But what, what happens is uh, the combination of this system where uh, we bring uh, the highest fidelity signal and processing available with the nimble sense technology is an extremely valuable tool and it, all of it gets done and we end up staying cost competitive all at the same time. 
So right, I can I can I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it leave it to you like this, which I I told Jim I'm gonna throw in an analogy, and he's I I might get in trouble with this one because it's it's a, a little bit out there, but now that now that we're bringing this technology to the table, not using it would be like putting bicycle tires on your car, is the, kind of the give you a sense of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know what's fascinating to me this whole concept of of, of um, emulating an SOC orientation mm-hmm. because socs are kind of like i mean it's kind of like the technology of the day i mean yeah. the, the 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 pc market is moving toward that apple of course is now embracing it very strongly in their client market and you're applying that concept to, to sensors which to me is incredibly intriguing so let's talk about you know first of all when we i want to go a little bit deeper into the into the nimble sense architecture but when you talk about the sheer advantages that going down this path from an SOC, you're applying that kind of that, that, that concept to the sensor category, which is revolutionary, frankly. What are the kind of design advantages does that afford? I mean, because there are things that come out of that. You're not doing it for the sake of just doing it. You're doing it because it has benefits associated with it. So let's talk, you know, and I'll, you know, Jim, let me throw that over to you. What kind of, the, at the high level, what are the, be- the chief two or three benefits you think from a design standpoint, a that, that affords um, uh, designers and and, uh, and manufacturers with their devices. Well, well let me let, let me restate that into sort of what is the value proposition? What is the customer yeah. from this, mm-hmm. right? And I think we set the bar very high. We want to build products that not only are better, higher performing sensors, and we've done that. Something like mm-hmm. X improvement and raw sensor performance and traditional uh, parametric, you know, features are just on the order of 10 times better, but that's mm-hmm. just the start, you know, that's the baseline, but how do you really make, help your customers build better systems? And so what we've done is we've honed in on application by application, looked at what's needed and added new features or new building blocks for that application. And we bring out a family of products that's targeted for a specific application. The end customer gets an optimized not just a sensor, but a sensing subsystem or a system and a sensor. And that improvement in sensor capabilities plus those additional system features allow them to build fundamentally better systems. So that's kind of the bar. That, that's what we're gaining here. And we've got a number of examples mm-hmm. of where, that's, where that's occurred. So can we, can we go into a couple of those examples? I yeah. think that the, the audience would love to hear yeah. that. Uh, I, I, can, I, can, I can jump in. On uh, for for the I think this may have been yours, Jim, but I'll jump in uh, just for the HVAC market for as an example. I, I spent a, a great deal of time. Uh, again, I'm I'm, I'm aging myself, uh, but a great deal of time in uh, uh, manufacturers that uh, build DPTs, differential pressure transmitters, for the HVAC industry. And there's uh, been this this common theme that they have these these transmitters that they're calibrating in these stations that, you know, a handful at a time with expensive equipment and they're calibrating to all different ranges or they have multiple transmitters that are designed for different pressure ranges. And it turns out that with our, with our technology, we can with one sensor replace all of the different pressure ranges that they use to make their multiple transmitters and they need to do zero calibration. And we do all of this calibration in hundreds at a time, and they who are doing this in one at a time. So from a high level, we improve the overall efficiency 
of the the supply chain is what it really nets out to be. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, we have a we have an efficient way of calibration, much better than theirs. We can provide this at a cost uh, effective uh, approach. We get them a solution set that only requires one device and it covers their entire line or maybe two devices covers their entire line of, of devices. And that lowers their bomb costs, that lowers their, their number of, of uh, SKUs that are on their shelf. So there's, there's, uh, those, that would be an example of one technology. And, and when Jim was saying, he's, you know, we, we, we go about it by looking at applications, every application will be different. So the solution set and the proposition, uh, the value proposition that we will bring to the table will be different. It just won't be the same value proposition over and over again. It will be a unique value proposition that is targeted for those, those specific applications. So that's kind of an example, if that makes sense. Mm. No, that's great. That's great. So Anthony, because um, you know, you're, you're the marketing honcho over there. And uh, with the customers you, you've spoken to, and I assume you know, all good marketing people speak to customers all the time. They understand the perspective of, of where their product fit in and, and uh, you know, how they make the most sense from an integration standpoint. What are you hearing from customers in terms of their, their requirements and how, and how does the, um, the, the superior sensory capabilities match up to that purely from an engagement standpoint? Could you comment a little bit about that? Yes, yes. So, so basically, you know, cust- customers are always looking for ways to differentiate their products. They're looking for a way to gain an edge in the market. And as, as, we, as we introduce our technology and our architecture, and as Tim said, it's basically, you know, we're implementing technology building blocks where our customers can mix and match what they want based on their product or application. Today, we have about half a dozen building blocks and we're adding new ones based on customer requests. So basically, as, as, we, as we explained this to customers, and it takes a little bit of time to explain it because it is, at least for some of these older, more mature industries, it's a new concept. Mm-hmm. As we explain it, the, 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 the pieces that we're seeing for value is, one is we're simplifying their system design, which is very important. Two is we're accelerating their time to market. Uh, you know, they can get products out faster, which is right. revenue for them. Three, as Tim just mentioned, we lower their inventory costs. Four, just as important as time to market is we enable them to quickly bring out new product derivatives so they can, they can introduce a broader product line faster because it's ba- it's, they're all based on the same, the same core. Everything is pre-calibrated, so they can do that a lot faster. But most importantly, I would say the, you know, the last item or last two items is you know, we improve the performance of their products because we do have higher accuracy, better reliability than competing sensors. And we enable them to rapidly introduce new differentiating features so that they can gain market share in the market. Yeah, and, and you, know, you, you just said something that's fascinating to me because the HVAC market, which you uh, obviously um, play in, you know, that market at, at 50,000 feet is not a market that moves at 8, 000, you know, 10,000 miles an hour. So mm-hmm. the, the fact that you're, you know, just using them as an example, you're you know, creating this kind of building block based architecture <clears throat> that allows them to, to go uh, get to market faster, almost allow them to have um, the type of cadence from a product that would go to market standpoint that allows them to get the market faster, more efficiently at a lower cost you know, the list goes on in terms of the advantage advantages in, in, in an area, by the way, in a category that typically doesn't have that type of uh, tailwind, 
you know, and in terms of life cycles. So that to me is a very fascinating part in some of the, uh, in terms of some of the derivative, the, um, the uh, dividends that, that the uh, superior censored capability uh, derives. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, so, Mark, oh, go ahead, Jim. I was gonna say, when you take a step back and look at this, what we really wanna do is engage our customers early in the cycle as they're developing their architecture, as they're defining the toughest system issues. Mm -hmm. and we've got a number of really great examples where the customers felt comfortable with us to open up to, here's what I need, here's my problem I need to solve with this no. system. And mm -hmm. here, here's the features and capabilities I need and where can you help? As opposed to defining the box for us and saying, hey, give me a, give me a pressure sensor. And we've got several examples, in fact, Tim could walk through them if there's time, where once they trusted us, we made fundamental enhancements to the simplifying their system, to performance enhancing their system beyond just giving them a great pressure sensor. And that's how we want to engage our customers. It's really a different level. Yeah, no, that, that to me is fascinating. What I want to do, because we just have a few minutes left here, let's talk about the announcement you just made, because I think that's an important one. Um, and you want to take a little closer dive in terms of what's, you know, what, uh, what's being announced, Anthony um, uh, referenced it earlier, but let's talk a little bit about that in terms of, um, you know, what is the big news about that? So the, uh, you know, folks who are listening to the podcast can come back to your website and get further details on it. Sorry, Mark, was that, I didn't, you, you broke That's up. Right, no, I'm sorry. That was directed to you. That was to me. Okay. I, I thought I heard Anthony when it, when it broke up, I couldn't quite tell. So, so the uh, the uh, the ND series, the the new launch, is uh, is a uh, platform which covers, like Anthony mentioned, the the uh, industrial uh, industrial market in, in more of a generic form. We bring the multi-ranging technology to it, uh, uh, similar to the HVAC industry. We bring uh, a uh, filter, dynamic uh, dynamic filtering. They the user can change filters on the fly and control the bandwidth, which, which helps them in the real world when they have uh, sensing applications, you have uh, various noise in the, in the environment, in the, in the uh, flow, in, the, in whatever you are measuring. If you're, if you're measuring the, the, the uh, leading edge of, of a wing, the, the speed of the airplane, you have, you have certain free, you wanna, you wanna pull this down and you wanna control the bandwidth of interest and minimize the, the noise and get the, the highest, uh, signal fidelity as possible. So we have that available. Then in the, the literal adjust, uh, industrial, when you're talking about on factory floors, you have big power lines, cabling. We include 56 series notch filters, which drop down any, any uh, uh, electrical noise, electrically related noise down by uh, something on the order of 60 dB, which to the, the non-technical term is by over a uh, factor of a thousand. Okay, so, so we, we do things that are necessary to make sure that the product is going to fit uh, precisely in the environments that it's intended to fit into. We also have uh, added protection in the, uh, mm -hmm. the pressure range because the environments are not as, as a little more nasty than clean air and, and gas. So all of all of these, these uh, little uh, facets are, are what are included within this, this ND series launch. And we're, we're looking forward to it like any, any launch. We have uh, several following that one as well. Yeah, well, Jim, when do you uh, do you think you'll see designs with this capability out in the market? Is it uh, six months from now, a year from now? You know, now that the the platform is being this new announcement is coming today, essentially. 
Well, we've, you know, we, we always align with key leaders in each market we go into and ND is very similar. We have a number of customers that have already been testing the technology, testing the products. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have customers in, in production probably in less than six months, three to six months, there'll be some early customers already in production because we've been working with them up front. In some cases, we like to work with key customers up front on the definition of the technology to decide what building blocks to put in. That's right. part of this. That's part of this cycle of adding value at the system level. That's very important to us. And you'll see us do it in other medical applications. You know, high volume stuff like CPAP will be coming out in the future, et cetera. More mm -hmm. ventilators, all those kinds of areas. You'll see a lot of additional capabilities being announced over the next year. Well, you know, in, in the just two minutes we have left, what would you like to leave the audience with from, you know, if they, what's the elevator pitch for a couple of minutes on superior sensors? And, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw that question first to Anthony. Hopefully, Tim, your answer and Jim, your answer will line up with whatever, <laughs> whatever Anthony's answer is. But at the end of the day, uh, Anthony, give us give me your perspective on, you know, when you're in, when you're describing superior sensor, uh, sensors to, uh, to a um, to a person who may not be familiar with the company, but is in the tech space, how would you describe them, you know, in a very uh, short and pithy way? Uh, the industry today, you, you hear a lot of buzz terms, right? You hear 5G, you hear IoT, you hear IIoT. You know, the, there's a lot of buzzwords out there, which, which in a way, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, what it's doing is it's elevating every type of industry to be more technology adept and more technology focused. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing is we're taking a lot of those technology concepts that really have been, have, have been born out of Silicon Valley and applying it to what's really becoming the, the, the main measurement aspect, sensors in devices. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. device now has a sensor, sensor. You know, actually many, many sensors. And we're taking those concepts and applying it so that these industries can more easily adapt to the changing, to the changing environment. So they can have more, you know, uh, more reliability, higher accuracy, and really have the flexibility to customize depending on the application. Jim, was that answer correct? I, I will call him separately after the call and, and correct him if he was wrong. But I know I'm just kidding. No, that actually was a good to me. <laughs> no, it, it sounds great. You've been already brainwashed. You've only been there for a few yeah. months. So, no, but seriously, I, I think you know this is an interesting technology. I, I uh, and what you guys are doing is fascinating. The um, you know, again, what, what I, the, what, you know, my big takeaway uh, from the, this conversation is the fact that you're taking, you know, industries that, you know, typically don't move at 4,000 miles an hour, and you're giving them the ability to do things at a lot uh, a more rapid pace, you know, vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, the, the, the Silicon Valley model. And, the, and that building block architecture and the SOC, um, you know, uh, analogy that you, we were talking about earlier. I think it's going to be really interesting. But it's like you said, Anthony, you know, I mean, just about every device, whether it's a consumer device, whether it's an industrial device, a medical device, um, HVAC, and those are just a few markets. Everything has multiple sensors and anything you can do that provides greater accuracy, greater precision, you know, lower cost of ownership, you know, faster designing capability, you know, manufacturers love that. So um, I think you guys are on the, um, the right path. Anthony, if, uh, in terms of uh, where can folks find you, the name of your website? Yeah, so, 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 so the full company name is Superior Sensor Technology. Our website is www.superiorsensors.com. 
That's terrific. From a marketing standpoint, that's exactly what it should be. And I'm glad that uh, right. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're going down that basically. There's not a lot of confusion with that. But listen, guys, thanks for taking the time to join me for today's podcast. For the more insights and strategy audience, please follow us on our social media partner list. That's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And until next time, have a great week. Mm-hmm.